Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. It is uh, 5.06 in Washington, D.C. It's 5.06 in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, we are serving both markets today. Don Crow is away from the microphone today. So those of you listening on WAVA 105.1 FM in our nation's capital, I have the privilege of being your guest host. Those of you listening here in Columbus, Ohio on 104.5 FM, well, you're stuck with me. I'm your regular, usual. I started to say normal host, but some might disagree with the uh, the normal part. Anyway, it is my privilege to be your host wherever you are listening. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. And that's the number that Josh in Virginia has called. Josh, you've been very patient on hold. Thank you so much. You are on the air. Josh, welcome. Thank you, Bob. I just wanted to comment on what you were talking about with uh, Trump taking a little bit of a hit on Ron DeSantis at the rally the other night. Yeah. I don't blame him too much. I think that people are making a big deal out of it, but... uh, when you think about it strategically, I don't think that's going to affect Ron, whether he wins or not, as far as his, his governor race, right? Would you agree with that? Well, I don't know. Probably not. But I just I think don't he's think... he a pretty good I, chance of winning. Oh, I think he has a very good chance of winning. But why would Donald Trump, the presumptive head of the Republican Party, take a, a pot shot at another very prominent Republican who is running for re-election just days before the election, it, it makes it it just it doesn't make any sense. And I think it's well, I've heard I don't of, think it's I've going to keep this. DeSantis from being elected. No, but I think it's right. counterproductive. I don't know. I think that it's just a little playground push. Donald Trump is telling him, "Hey, bud, I'm still I'm still the big dog. I'm still going to run in 2024." don't get any ideas. And uh, it it sounds like he, you know, Ron DeSantis, from what we hear, it sounds like he's starting to get smart, starting to get some ideas about 2024. This was just a little, you know, a little push on the shoulder saying, hey, not yet, you know, not your turn yet. The other thing I wanted to say, Bob, about his personality is I hear so many people say, oh, I love Trump on policy, didn't like his personality. I, I've always thought that they're connected in that, you know, one of the first callers was talking about the respect that everyone gave to Trump. I'm talking about, you know, other nations, leaders of China and North Korea. They respected him. I think that was part of his personality. That, his personality kind of got that respect. If he had a, you know, nice guy, very presidential, very buttoned up personality, like, you know, somebody like George W. Bush or think about Jeb Bush. Do you think Jeb Bush would be able to make these well, deals? But what, what, what about Ronald Reagan? Ronald Reagan was very charismatic. You can say that about Trump, too. But 
I well, think it's but, a different but, time. But Ronald yeah. Reagan did not have the nasty streak that Trump does and accomplished as much or more. And that's my only point, Josh. Like I said, if he runs again, I'll support him and I'll vote for him. I just wish there was something, someone who could accomplish the same thing without the character deficiencies. I wish that was the case because, you know, when, when Bill Clinton, I don't know how old you are, Josh, but when Bill Clinton was in office, the Republicans and the conservatives screamed at the top of their lungs and I was among them. Character counts, character matters, character counts, character matters. And then Donald Trump gets in office and the very same people said, well, character really doesn't matter. It's just results. And I think that's hypocritical. I think, I think character does matter. And there were many things that Trump said and did that troubled me as a Christian that I couldn't support. I supported the results, and I'm grateful for it, and I will continue to say I think he was a great president in many ways, and I supported him. But that does not erase the character flaws that I think were unbecoming of an American president. And I don't think it's—I don't think that's necessary— People say, well, Trump is Trump. Okay, well, that's fine. But I think Ronald Reagan and probably some others are an illustration that you don't have to be that way to lead America in the right direction. I do think you got to be tough. And that's one thing sure. that even his critics can say that Donald Trump is, is very tough. I agree right? with you. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Um you know, it's like. And, and uh, by the way, Bob, if I could just say that, you know, on the, uh, I, I understand. I'm a Christian too, so I understand what you're saying about character matters. I think the reality is, though, that the people, the leaders of this country, you know, we see we see what the media shows us of them, and we see the the slick back, the buttoned up, like I said, mm-hmm. kind of leaders. But you know. We don't really know. I, I just don't think that most of our leaders, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Well, I, I agree. That, and and yeah, for I don't instance, think that most of them would, would you know, our, our current president, <laughs> our current president has character flaws big enough to drive a semi truck through. Well, this man is all, not right? a man of character <laughs> or honesty or integrity. He will say or do anything in order to get yeah. things accomplished. And he. You know, the media talked about how many times Trump lied. My goodness, look at how many times Joe Biden has lied. Just this last weekend, even the Washington right. Post, who loves right. Donald Trump, ran an editorial this past weekend that said, uh, this guy lies a lot. And that was the Washington Post. And I yeah. thought, I can't believe yeah. I'm reading they're, this. They're coming around. But the problem with starting to back somebody else that you think is more polished and more nice, you know, more of a nice guy in the Republican Party, is what one of the first callers, I think one of the first callers was trying to say this, that we don't know how the person is going to lead once they're elected, right? I mean, everybody can talk a really good game. You can't get elected unless well, you talk a really good well, game. Well, unless, unless some— what was surprising about Trump. He talked a good game, and then he actually followed through. Well, and that was, <laughs> that was the, probably the greatest thing that I admired about him. He did what he said he would do. He kept his promises. But 
And we didn't know what was going to happen with Trump because he hadn't been in elected office. But there are people who have been in elective office, and we know. Uh, I think, and this is not an endorsement, but we know what Ted Cruz would do. Uh, We know what Marco Rubio would do because they have a long record. We know what uh, Ron DeSantis would do because he has a long record in elected office. So I, I think there are people around that we would know how they would serve um, and again, I, I hope no one, no one thinks that I am slamming Trump. I, I'm, I'm just hoping for maybe somebody else. Um, I hope. All right, Josh, I'll give you the last word and then I got to take a break in about uh, 30 seconds. Well, I, I just, I keep coming to mind that I heard a prophecy about Trump that he was the first part of the prophecy was that he was going to be a two-term president. And the second part of the prophecy you'll have yet to see, but it was that the media, corporate media, would begin to rally behind him and actually begin to support him. So we'll see what happens, right? All right. All right, Josh. Thanks. Appreciate it. I, I don't put stock in preachers' prophecies unless they are based in God's Word. There were so many prophecies about Trump that were not fulfilled. So, anyway, uh, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. I had jam phone lines just a moment ago. But with Josh hanging up, I've got a phone line available. 877-262-5483. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, Ohio, Washington, D.C., and everywhere in between. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. The phone lines are completely jammed. If you're trying to get through, wait. And as soon as one of our callers hangs up, then immediately dial 877-BOB-LIVE. And you'll have a good chance of getting through, and I will get to you as soon as possible. Next up is Jim in Upper Arlington, Ohio. Jim, thank you for calling. You're on the air, Jim. Welcome. Hey, Pastor Bob. Uh, threshing floor greetings to you. Well, thank which, you. As, as you know, means I've been listening for a long time. Yes. Um, been a while since I've called in and uh, and talked about uh, Deuteronomy 28, the uh, list of blessings and curses, and Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, how to get the blessings and avoid the curses, which is choose life. Mm-hmm. And since Roe versus Wade and the Democrats uh, adopting a pro-abortion uh, political plank in their national platform, I think it was in 74, the very next year, uh, we, as citizens of the United States and especially us Christians, have had the opportunity to go into the voting booth and choose between life and death because the Republicans are pro-life and the Democrats are pro-abortion. And so my question for you is, since I've called in many times uh, with regard to this, 
except for recently. But uh, my question for you is, I hear you over and over again encouraging people to go vote, go vote, go vote. But I'm wondering why I don't hear my favorite Baptist pastor and talk show host say, go vote pro-life or go vote biblically and vote pro-life. And I was just wondering if... Have you been listening the entire... Have you been listening the entire program today? Yes. Well, I did earlier. I talked about life, the abortion issue, how there are in uh, non-negotiables for me. One of those is is abortion. Uh, I Friday, that. I hit that really heavy that we've got to vote for pro-life. We've we've got to vote against abortion. Um, I think it was earlier today. I made a big deal out of. Uh, uh, Tim Ryan and Nan Whaley, the Democrat uh, candidates for governor and Senate, are making the entire campaign about abortion. We've got to reject that. So I I think I have, Jim. I think. Understood. But when you say, when you encourage people, get out and vote, get out and vote, get out and vote, I'm wondering why you don't say, get out and vote life. Get out and vote I think um, I think I do. I think I have, but I'll try to do a better job, Jim. But and I honestly I think that you. I have. Okay, thanks, <laughs> well, thank Jim. You, appreciate Bob. it. I appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Let's go to Washington D.C. and we've got Mika on the line. Mika, thank you for calling, and you are on the air. Oh, thanks for having me. Praise the Lord, Pastor. My pleasure. Um, I was hoping you would elaborate on, I have a question, and you had touched based on it just uh, with the, not the, the caller that was just on air, but the caller before that. And I am Christian, and I vote Christian biblically, and I found myself really struggling, uh, you know, a couple of years ago when Trump was running, just with some stuff that I was uneasy about. So could you give any advice when I definitely want to vote biblically? But when the person does stuff or said stuff that that is not, but, you know, they claim to be. And a lot of stuff that they do is what you support. Like they're they're against abortion or uh, maybe gay rights or something of that nature. What what do you do? Okay, excellent. Mika, that is an excellent question. And thank you for asking. With Donald Trump, I really struggled. I did because he obviously had character flaws. He did. He did then. He still does. There are still things that trouble me about him. But I make a list of priorities, Mika, and I have some absolute non-negotiables. One of them is life. I will not vote for any candidate of any party for any position unless they are firmly pro-life. I will not vote for any candidate unless they are pro-family pro-marriage, and I'm talking about a biblical principle of marriage. Those are the big, those are the the big non-negotiables that I have. Everything else is secondary to that. With Donald Trump, all of the things that were most important to me, he had made a commitment. He made a commitment to support the family. Now, if you look at his history, multiple marriages and all of that, but he made a commitment to the family. He made a commitment to be pro-life. It turned out he was the most pro-life president in American history. All of the other character flaws I overlooked. 
didn't approve of them. And on the air, I took issue with those when they surfaced. But I was not voting for a pastor. I was voting for a public leader. And I was able to support him because the things that were most important to me, uh, Donald Trump stood for. And it turned out that he kept all of those promises. Uh, so I, I didn't. I did not refrain from criticizing him when it was appropriate. But I also praised him when it was appropriate. Uh, some people just became blindly loyal to Donald Trump. Didn't make any difference what he did, what he said. They were just blindly loyal. That was never me, and I hope none of my listeners, because I give blind loyalty to nobody but Jesus. All right? Exactly. So, uh-huh. so I could support him. If I had two candidates side by side who stood for the same principles, who had better character, I would support the other person rather than Donald Trump. But when it was Donald Trump and the Democrat, there was no choice for me, Mika. I had to vote for the pro-life, pro-marriage, pro-family, pro-America candidate. And in that election, that was clearly Donald Trump. Right. Does that help? Yeah, it did. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you for calling. And and again, what a great question to ask. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you as well. All right. Well, we need to take a break. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. As I said, the phone lines were jammed just a few minutes ago. But now I've got two phone lines available for you. 877 Bob Live 877-262-5483. Let's talk. 